Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution, helping to make purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's see what's going on in the market today. Looks like current market is up to $214 million. That's up about $5 billion from same time we did the episode yesterday. Looking at Bitcoin dominance sitting at 52.24. So Bitcoin's roughly flat, say up 1% over the last 24 hours. So where did all of that money come from? Ripple is up 3%. Bitcoin Cash is up a whopping 16.9% from yesterday. And EOS is up 3.8%. Many of the cryptocurrencies are either slightly up, slightly down. Not a lot of big movement other than that. Looks like Bitcoin gold is also up about 10%. That rounds up the top 25 with any significant gainers. So let's see what's going on in the crypto news today. Uh, billionaire entrepreneur and cryptocurrency advocate Tim Draper. Uh, Tim Draper now is known as being a, a mega bull when it comes to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. He's still sticking by his prediction of Bitcoin price being at 250000 by the year 2022. But he also today voiced concerns over hard-handed regulation worldwide. Here's his quote saying, my prediction is that the price of one Bitcoin will rise to 250000 in 2022. He says, I think the products around Bitcoin, blockchain, and smart contracts will make it much easier to do business via crypto. So there will be a major shift over these next four years. Draper now, sees it, now says he has been taken aback by the style of regulatory moves seen from some governments. He said, I did not anticipate that regulators would put a dark cloud over all this innovation. I had hoped that there would be some clear, simple rules and we can then get on with it, he continued. So that's what's going on. But like I said, still sticking by his prediction. As you can see, understanding the technology, it doesn't seem that regulation will be able to slow it down. Uh, it may hinder it a little bit, but still on track as far as his prediction goes. Also, so the world's largest crypto mining equipment manufacturer, Bitmain, has finally filed an IPO, initial public offering with the Stock Exchange of Hong Kong. Bitmain, which has demonstrated dominance over the lucrative Bitcoin mining market for many years, currently owns about 75% of the Bitcoin mining market, is yet to disclose its target valuation. But local analysts have stated that the success of the Bitmain IPO will represent the demand for the cryptocurrency market by both retail investors and institutions in the Hong Kong market. So that's a very lucrative market out there. We will see what happens when it comes to Bitmain's IPO. I'll be watching this one closely. All right, also up in the news, this is kind of leading to our crypto education corner. Bitcoin is the financial term for which many Americans are least confident of its meaning. Now, this is from a survey of, say, 1,100 Americans to measure their understanding of financial terms. Bitcoin was the least understood term, not surprisingly, it's the newest, but also other terms such as index fund, 49% expressed uncertainty, asset allocation, 44%. Stock options, 43%. Mutual fund, 39%. So the low level of confidence about Bitcoin is especially understandable given Americans generally poor grasp of financial terms in general. I mean, this is kind of sad to look. Only 16% of Americans demonstrate a high level of financial literacy, according to researchers from the Teachers Insurance and Annuity Association, which provides investments and insurance services for those working in education, medicine, culture, and research. So a lot of these stats are kind of surprising. I think that very few Americans understand a lot of these financial terms. Financial education 
is crucial. Now, I'm not just talking about cryptocurrency. Everything in general related to financial assets and financial markets need to be more aware of that. And that's where there needs to be an education on. That's why I've dedicated this podcast, my book that is for sale on Amazon under the same name as this podcast, and also my Facebook page is focused and dedicated to education. You know, I'm no expert, but as I learn more, I like to share what I learn through podcasts, through books, uh, a lot of phone calls, meetings. So this, this is something that's near and dear, and this is something that needs to change, not just understanding what Bitcoin is, but getting a better financial literacy across the United States right now. So we need to catch up with a lot of other countries. Now, there are some supposedly leading, leading countries as well that that are lagging when it comes to financial education. But if you look at what's going on, there are certain countries that are making moves that could make them the leader when it comes to financial literacy. And, you know, those countries will thrive a lot more as cryptocurrency adoption moves forward. All right, so let's jump into crypto education. Today, I want to talk about a topic uh, that's been, I've had several people ask about, and without getting too deep into the weeds, because this is a very complicated subject, I want to talk about when people talk about trading on margin or you hear someone mention going short or going long, right? So when you're going long, that's an easy one, right? That means you're buying the asset at the current price with the, with the intention to sell it at a higher price. Now, when you go short, that's a little bit different because you make trade using borrowed money. So the rewards can be high, but there's some sizable risk that you need to deal with whenever you're going short or going long. Uh, for example, using dollars, right? Say you, say you have, $50 and you leverage it up to $500 uh, by borrowing that additional money, right? Say it goes up to, uh, you know, say you buy Ethereum, you want to go up to $1,000 and you only have $500 available. Let's use that example. Let's switch, switch real quick. So through margin trading, you'd be able to borrow an extra $500 getting up to that total of a thousand. Now, if it grows in value to 1500, you'd be able to liquidate it, return the 500 to the lender, and you'd have a gross profit of 500. Now, if that goes the opposite way, you could be upside down. Uh, the lender could call for, call for those funds, and then you could get liquidated where you could lose a lot more. Uh, you know, long, like I mentioned, that's very easy. You, you buy the position. Short position is the sale of a cryptocurrency that you do not own. Investors who, who sell short believe the price of the cryptocurrency, whatever asset you're shorting is gonna decrease in value if the price drops, you can buy the stock, you can buy the crypto at the lower price, make a profit. If the price rises, you buy it back later at the higher price, you're gonna incur a loss. So short selling is only for experienced investors. Uh, say an investor has sold 100 Bitcoins without currently, own, own, ah, without currently owning those coins, it's said to be short 100 BTC. So the short investor owes 100 Bitcoin at settlement and must fulfill the obligation by purchasing the BTC in the market to deliver. So as you can see, if the price goes down, they buy it at the lower price. They're able to repay what they borrowed and have a net profit without being out any of their money. Uh, oftentimes, a short investor borrows the Bitcoin from a brokerage firm or a cryptocurrency exchange in a margin account to make the delivery. Then with the host, the price will fall. The investor buys the Bitcoin at a lower price to pay back the dealer who loaned them. If the price doesn't fall and keeps going, the short seller may be subject to a margin call from his broker. This is where he has to come up with that additional money. So uh, many cryptocurrencies are very volatile. Margin trading is only recommended if you've done your homework, have experience. Uh, you know, you can trade. Now, getting deeper in the weeds, I'm not going to go too much into it, but you can trade with additional leverage, 2x, 5x, 10x, 100x leverage. Uh, 
and the higher you go, the bigger the risk. So again, make sure you are highly skilled. I would recommend starting small, starting with a little bit. If you want to learn this, this, this skill, this, this trading asset, it can be very valuable and where you can make money in an up or a down market, but you want to make sure you know what you're doing. So the main risk to remember is that you have the potential to lose your whole initial investment through margin training, especially if your focus has been on altcoins with the low volume and high volatility. If one of your trades starts to lose money, your margin will be called in. Say you are margin trading, say with a ratio of two to one, small trading ratio. Every dollar you're investing is matched by someone else. Your position would be liquidated when the value falls by about 50% in order to preserve the lender's funds, right? So if you're trading with 100x leverage, which some exchanges allow people to do, you can imagine what will happen. You'll be upside down and being on a lot more money than you plan to put in. Uh, just buying and selling cryptocurrency, the worst that can happen is you can lose your entire investment. Going short with too much leverage and, and going sour on that trade could cost you way more than your initial investment. So you can lose a lot more than 100% of your funds. So keep that in mind. Uh, this is only for the experienced traders. If you want to start getting into it, I would recommend start dabbling around. Maybe find some, somebody to follow, somebody that, that will teach you more about this, this, uh, this, you know, this trading technique. All right, so that is it for our crypto education corner today. Hope this was informational. Just wanted to cover that. I've had a lot of questions about what does it mean by going short? What does it mean by going long? Wanted to just kind of touch on it briefly without digging too deep. As you can see, it's a very complicated subject. I had a little bit of trouble just trying to explain it in layman's terms to where everybody can understand. So make sure you do your due diligence, do your research, practice a lot. Do some paper trades. Don't necessarily put money in the trade. But write it down on paper, see what would happen as you start to hone your skills, you get better and better, and maybe you can take advantage of this lucrative trading technique. All right, thank you for listening in. As mentioned, all as mentioned in the past, all of the news articles we talk about in this in this cryptocurrency podcast can be found on our Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. Make sure if you haven't already, go ahead and give it a like, give it a follow. Uh, when you click on the like button, click on the follow after and, and you can select see first. That will make sure that you never miss an update from our page. We give a lot of news updates, post these podcast episodes on the Facebook page, along with a lot of other educational content to help you in your cryptocurrency journey. So that is it for today. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.